Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I swear. Lunch with Leah. Halloween episode 311. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Who am I? I don't know. I just get behind my mask. You'll have to decide for yourself. Oh, my God. I left my Texas iced tea in the car. But anyway, we're here today with our coffee. We'll wire ourselves up. So happy Halloween. What's everybody doing? What are you guys going to be who are you going to dress up as? Uh, if you want to uh, email us or text us, or how do they contact us? Get just contact us and tell us what what your costume's going to be. What's your favorite candy? What parties did you go to? Who was there? How did everybody dress? I mean, how was Halloween? It's tonight. I'm going to make RJ stand out there and give uh, you know candy to the kids, and he's already complaining about it. He's like, I'm not going to do that. Um, yes, you are. I'm going to probably put like something, make him dress up somehow. I don't know. (laughs) We can dress up. I don't know what would I make him dress up as. I did something around the house we could fix up a sheet. We can be a ghost. (laughs) I mean, I'm this last minute. I put mine together in two seconds. Anyway, so there was a show on Miami Beach this weekend with Trevor from the uh, late night show. What's his last name, Trevor? Trevor Noah. Noah. And I wanted to go because it was a whole... uh, exposition or exhibition of uh, the uh, Trump tweets and artwork to accommodate, accommodate whatever, to accommodate it and everything. I'm, I'm just, it's Halloween. I'm, play, I'm playing a dumb blonde today. And uh, I didn't go because it was on the beach. You know, I'm not going to go to the beach. So what did Leah do lately? Oh, well, Should we start over? We told people we normal. To tell you the truth, I was checking to see if you were listening. And now I know some of you actually were. So we were talking about Halloween and to text us or email us or whatever and tell us what you're wearing, what parties you went to, what your favorite candy is, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I woke up to a tweet this morning. It was hilarious. It said, um, thanks for telling us, by the way, there was no volume. Uh, Well, we have some producers out there somewhere. Uh, There was a tweet I woke up to today. This guy woke, he he said, I woke up out of bed. I looked on television and I saw Donald Trump dressed in a costume as president and it just scared the hell out of me. <laughs> that is pretty scary, isn't it? Thinking about him being president, oh my God. Anyway, so I was saying I missed this show on the beach by Trevor Noah. He had all these tweets and an exhibition and uh, I guess artwork of stuff that they did with all Trump's tweets and it was supposed to be really good, but I didn't want to go to the beach. I'm too lazy to go to the beach, but I don't know if anybody went. I'd like to know how it went. I'd also, was he there? Did he show up? Yeah. Oh, I should have gone and auditioned to be a sidekick. Oh, what was I thinking? Yeah, and they had Andrew Gillen was there last night. And, uh, was where? At, at the Noah thing? Oh, I love him, Andrew Gillum. Good. Well, he's going to win, I think. I really do. I think he's going to win. He's He should win. First of all, that guy running against him, one, he's a racist, but two, he's corrupt. I mean, he and Scott are two peas in a pod. Scott made hundreds of millions of dollars off the state of Florida. How do you go into the governorship at worth X amount and come out $300 million more at the end of it? Or I think it was $238 million, but who's counting? I mean, that's just corruption. You don't make that kind of money as governor unless you're doing stuff. He made money on a pipeline. He made money on like five other things. And by the way, the algae 
and the red tide and the environment down here is suffering and the water levels are rising and no one's doing anything about it. But boy, all of his friends got rich, that Rick Scott. Vote for Bill Nelson too, by the way. So I spent the last few days putting RJ, helping RJ put his applications together for college. You have no idea, unless you've done this, what a process it is. Ten applications, probably each application has two or three essays, at least one, sometimes two, sometimes three, supplemental essays. You know all your grades from day one of your life on up, and then you've got your SAT and your ACC scores, and then you've got your common essay, and then you've got, oh my God, and the deadline is tonight at 11.59 if you want to apply for early action anywhere, which I want to because I want to have all my options at the first of the year, so make an intelligent decision based on your choices, and all these kids are applying to like eight, ten colleges because they don't have any confidence they can get in because the admissions rate is so low. One of RJ's friends is applying to 18 colleges. I'm like, you know what? If you can't get in ten different colleges, I'll homeschool you. I mean, come on. Oh, my I mean, goodness. Meanwhile, these are all very smart kids. They're in Ransom Everglades, which is a feeder school for MIT and a lot of major Ivy League schools. It's highly competitive, and I don't like that. I think kids should be able to enjoy their lives a little bit more, study a little bit less, and maybe just go to school an extra year. And I do think college should be affordable for everyone that wants to go, whether it's junior college or whether it's... uh, a special skills school or nursing school or whatever, how can you deprive people of college when they can't afford it, when if they you put them through and help them get through college, they're going to pay more taxes and everybody wins. They're more smarter, they're more educated, the world is better. I don't get the mentality to give you know, hundreds of billions of dollars of tax cuts to all these rich guys and then not help kids through college. I just can't. Anyway, so early voting is going on. I already voted. Freda voted. Roy voted. Everybody I know is already voting. Uh, I hope you get out and vote early. The lines are less when you vote early. And um, a lot of people voted through the mail. I voted through the mail. But there's voter rampant voter suppression. We'll talk about that later going on. And then my big decision of the day is, should I have a New Year's Eve party in L.A.? I was just thinking about that. (laughs) I mean, should I? Or is everyone going to be out of town? And who would go? And would they, you know, I mean, how is the traffic going to be? But you know what? People, I mean, people like me, I don't like, oh, my God, my face is itching. I don't like to uh, go to those seven-hour dinners for New Year's Eve. You go to dinner at 8, and you're stuck there until 1230. I don't want a four-hour dinner sitting in a restaurant. And they charge you $500 a person. And then then I don't care about the nightclub scene anymore on South Beach. We used to go to the nightclub scene and come in at 3 or 4 in the morning. But the problem is now the riffraff that's over there and the traffic. And the clubs are so loud, your ears ring for days. And even though they're not supposed to smoke cigarettes, they all smell like cigarette-infested places, so I don't like that. So I was thinking, what if I had a civilized New Year's Eve party at my house and invited civilized people? And I started making a list, and I ran out at about 10. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know that many civilized people. No, I had a long list of L.A. people. It would be fun. <laughs> so, you know, here's a little... Yeah, Dan's a good number. All my, all, all, all ten of my friends. Okay, so I have a little dog right here. So I was reading this article. What co- dogs have a lot of anxiety, and what causes it is fear, separation, and aging. Loud noises, strange people or animals, visual stimuli, meaning hats, umbrellas, vet. Um, Car car rides, going to the vet. So I realized today when I put this on, when the little dog freaked out, I was like, oh, my God, I freaked my dog out. I'm giving him anxiety. I was just getting ready to say that checks off about every box around here. Around here. (laughs) Poor dog. Poor dog. The feathers irritating me everywhere. Oh, God, this is why. See, this is why I just cannot be a fabulous. Oh, my God. This is why I can't be one of those fabulous divas that, you know, I could be, should be, if I was just fabulous enough to put up with all this garb. I like my jeans. Anyway, so the symptoms. If your dog has any of these symptoms, they're probably having anxiety. They, aggression. 
urinating or pooping in the house where they shouldn't. There you go, drooling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like on our $50,000 Versace carpet. Drooling, panting, depression, excessive barking, pacing, restlessness, or repetitive or compulsive behavior. I think all four of my dogs suffer from anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me anything. This is from our viewing audience, our 100,000 million people. Uh, HW54 commented, love you with Jeff Lewis. You guys are so funny. We do laugh all the time together. Kay Woods asked, what's the best way to get funding for a nonprofit organization? Oh, my God, girl, that, that's an hour seminar right there. It's not easy. Uh, oh, my God. Maybe one day I'll do a whole little webinar on it for you. Hot Man Spacer says, which of your black beauty, Leah Black Beauty skincare products do you recommend for men? Definitely the wash, definitely exfoliant, but I also just recommend the regi regime. I think you wash your face in the morning, you put on the serum and the lotion. At night, you wash, you put the serum, the lotion, and the cream. You do the exfoliant a couple of times a week. And a lot of men do love that non-surgical facelift kit because it does iron out those lines and wrinkles and lifts those, you know, lifts up your skin and makes your pores look smaller. It's great. I'm 103. You're higher three, yeah. I mean, too. I'm like 90 looking 20. But honestly, men love the wash and they love the exfoliant. But they like the moisture lotion, too, because the moisture lotion is uh, very fine. And it, it's finely milled. And it goes into the skin and it penetrates. And it goes into the layers of the skin. It doesn't sit on your surface and be sticky like these things. <laughs> uh, what do I want for Christmas, asked Suzanne. Oh, my God. I hadn't thought about that. The problem, everything I like is like into the seven digits. And <laughs> so I probably won't be getting anything fabulous. Oh, God. I guess I just want to be together with the people I like and have an easy, peaceful, non-stressed out, non-conflictive day. Wouldn't that be lovely? You know what I want for Christmas? I want Trump to resign. <laughs> uh, are you feeling positive about the midterm election, says Amy? alone. Uh, everyone's a nervous wreck. Uh, well, <laughs> yes and no. If they didn't have the voter suppression, if they weren't cheating, then I would feel very confident. But I do think they're cheating. I think they have voter suppression, and I think they're throwing out ballots, changing ballots. And I, But that's why, to, and by the way, with the gerrymandering and the way the structure is set up. Democrats are already starting out behind the gate about 14% behind. So we need to have a 20% surge to get even at the 14 and then to have another 6% cushion to make sure that they can't steal it again. You know, there was the, uh, the other day someone said, that uh, oh, it was a joke that someone was saying, you know, that, you know, Trump used Russia to steal the uh, election. And, uh, the, and then someone came out and said, but Bush did it the old-fashioned way. He used Americans. He used the Supreme Court. <laughs> so if you really look at it, I mean, I'd say about 60% of Americans are all on the same page. It's that 40% that's holding the rest of us hostage. And look at the damage they're doing. What's my current favorite Miami restaurant? Oh, my God. Louis Joseph Diaz asked, what do you guys think? What are, what are some of our favorite restaurants? I mean, it depends on the type of food you're looking for, but I like, um, I like Komodo a lot here in Brickell. Oh, people like Komodo right across the street? There's a new place on the beach called Lobster Bar that's getting a lot of attention right now. Is that now. the it's one the that old, uh, China, China Grill? Grill. You know what I heard? I hate going over to the beach. I hate the traffic and the causeway and the traffic. I just can't. Uh, Zuka and the Gables, RJ's been going there a lot. He likes that. We like, lots of, we like Sapore in the Grove. I don't know. Joe's There's a lot is of an old staple. Joe's, I love there. Joe's, but you got to go over the causeway to get there. Joe's yeah. Stone Crab. There's so many. The I don't know. Which is great for steaks. If you like, if you like meat, I don't like meat. They do have a great bar there. They do. And, we, it's, and it's an iconic restaurant. Uh, Okay, James S. Doriani, please tell me the Real Housewives of Miami will come back to TV. <laughs> Haven't we beaten that dead horse to the ground yet? I don't think it's coming back, James. I just don't. Maybe for the 10th anniversary of the air. Oh, no. Yeah, we'll celebrate the 10th anniversary. Maybe they should just have Aaliyah Black Housewives, and I should just be the only one, and I should play everybody's part. You know, I could play everybody's part because I know their scripts are practicing in their phoniness, so I'd be good at playing everybody's role. 
this flap, I know, they're all <laughs> flapping. They're flapping me. Oh, whatever. It's right. Halloween. <laughs> oh, according to, oh, celebrity news. So Muhammad Adid, I think everybody knows now who he is. He's the father of, uh, what's her name, Hadid? Uh, the two girls, Gigi and the other one. And Bella. Which one do you think is the prettiest between the two? They're gorgeous in different ways. They are. It's hard to say. I know. I do think that brunette, though, has got this bone structure and just that. The other one's more of a beachy, pretty, I don't know. They're both gorgeous. Anyway, and the ex-husband of Yolanda Foster, who I think, in my opinion, was the classiest housewife of all time. To me, I felt like she maintained class and dignity throughout anything that came her way and was always dressed, even if it was in her white jeans and her Hermes belt, she was always dressed to the nines. And she so had the she best was my favorite. In the world. Oh, and the best refrigerator. <laughs> so, anyway, listen to this. He paid $50,000 for an Hermes bag to have his daughter Bella's face painted on it. But who's going to carry the bag? I mean, she's not going to carry it with her picture on it. He's not going to carry it. I mean, the mom might carry it, but then you'd have to put the other. You'd have to put the other one's face on the other side. Maybe you should frame it as a piece of art and put it like in a, you know, like something. Oh, hi! Did you see my my seven dollar CVS pumpkin? I carved this myself in the middle of the night. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. Uh, he posted it on Instagram. It's um, the customer Mez Birkin bag, uh, the magical eye of Bella, he says. And, oh, my gosh, I just can't. It was on Python. Well, it's more than 50000 if it was on Python. I'm sorry. It's, it's probably more. And it's unclear if he, com- if he commissioned it as a present who's turning 22 or whether he just stumbled on the design while browsing. And I don't know. But anyway, it's very interesting. Here's a picture I know you're not on. You can't see it if you're on a podcast. But if you're on Instagram, you can. It's just kind of like a quarter of her face. Very artistic. You know, to be honest with you, you don't know that it's her unless you know that it's her because it's just like one section of the face. But it's a beautiful bag. And do you notice the background? They did all those florals and everything on it. Now, you know the guy, you'll know his name, Jason, that did the Louis Vuitton bags and decorated them. Uh, 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 the J- Japanese guy. Oh, I can't think of his name. Michael Eisner, my friend in L.A., represents him. And he told me that if I wanted one of my bags with uh, some art by him, he would do it. But I'm, I don't know if I want to put it on one of my bags. You know, I think it diminishes the value, and I want my bags for my savings account. Yeah, but that uh, artist, Alec Monopoly, he uh, is a graffiti artist here from Miami. But he, yes. every day I watch, I, I follow him on Instagram, and he is doing those bags almost every day yeah. for women now and doing, like, you know, graffiti on them. Yeah, There's I just think, I mean, bags. maybe if it's a fake bag, you know. But look, we have Brito. We have our own portrait by Brito, and we have our other one by Kier Mira. How do you say his name, Kier? Yeah, he's so fabulous. He did Frankie Grande, a gorgeous piece for his New York apartment. Now, this is interesting in the news. Michael Phelps, you know, there's been a lot of tension brought to um, mental um, depression and, you know, things with with, uh, Harry and uh, Philip in in the UK. So now Michael Phelps comes out, you know, he won like 20 or 30 or 50 or 100 of those gold medals at the... Yeah, he's uh, the most decorated. Yeah, he's got the most gold medals of any of the um, Olympians, Olympians in the swimming category. So he came out and he's made the comment that he went through a state of depression. I just didn't want to be alive. I think over those three or four days where I didn't really really leave my room, I finally realized that I can ask for help and it's okay not to be okay. And for me, that's what changed my life. So he's saying recognizing that it was okay not to be okay is what got him through it. And I thought about that. You know, they say what you resist persists in life. And, you know, I guess if you're persisting being depressed, 
then it makes it more difficult than if you just say, you know what, I'm just depressed. It's a phase. I'm going to go through it, suffer through it, sleeping all day every day with the covers over my head, and I'm going to get through it and get on the other side of it is the best way to handle it. I'm not, I'm not giving you advice, but I'm just telling you, if you have any of these kind of symptoms, you can't get through it, so you should reach out and get help because I, I just the suicide rate has really gone up a, a lot, and that's worrisome, especially for mothers and parents that have teenagers. It's really high. So that was, I thought that was a very commendable thing for a guy with that many gold medals to come out and acknowledge and say. So good for him. Yeah, you're getting comments about it. Sylvie Dordery says, depression is an invisible illness. Yes. And uh, people should share information that Michael has has, Mm -hmm. uh, actually done. And uh, people also loved um, Yolanda. They said she was great. She was amazing. She had amazing lemon trees. (laughs) (laughs) She did. I just thought she was so classy and handled herself with such dignity on and off the camera. She goes and visits her mother, you know, in Denmark. She she raised those girls to be fabulous. Her son's fabulous. She treats her ex-husband with respect, decorated his house. I just think she's the whole package. I wish they would have more people like that in these reality shows, but I know that flipping tables sells, but I think that that it's inspirational and it's a better example when you have more people like that. True. True. Real house. Oh, now let's just go from serious fabulousness to trash and uh, low-hanging fruit. (laughs) The Real Housewives. You know I'm just kidding. As an alumna, I think they're fabulous. Um, So... Apparently, Andy had his awards, and apparently it was kind of uneventful. I didn't see it, but what I read is the most iconic moment was Nene yelling at Portia when Marla was fixing her hair. I don't know that that was such a big deal. That was all right. It was a pretty funny It was funny, but think about all the other crazy wild things. It did. Um, I guess it's just for the year you're limited. Yeah, Yeah. if you think back, they should have had one for the... They've been on, what, 10 well, years now? Yeah, they do one every year. So. Oh, okay. So last year. I need to give them some categories, okay? The most, the congeniality was Dolores uh, from New Jersey. That might be a fit. She, she managed to kind of walk through the minefields and come out on uh, a neutral, get along with everybody, but yet still bring the drama. I cannot stand those girls that just try to be everything to everybody. Oh, they just want to be popular. You know, they just take every side on every issue. I Take a stand or shut up. Uh, the comedian was Sonia, 100%. Sonia is naturally funny. She's hilarious. Now, I've noticed she's gotten so thin lately. I wonder why and how and what she's doing. Um, Because she eats. Because I've been to dinner with her many times. She's a lot of bread and butter. So I don't know how she's so skinny. But she looks fabulous. Yeah. I think she went to all vegetables. I'm going to call her and ask her what she did. Maybe I should try it. You know, I'd just rather be fat and happy. Uh, Erica (laughs) Jane won the Style Award, which I think that's accurate for a performer. I don't think it's accurate for a normal person, but congratulations. She was in latex. You know, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, when you go, like, in normal life, at what you film and the events you go to and all those things, I don't think she's the most highly styled. As a performer, she's extremely highly styled. I don't think think that J-Lo or or Mariah Carey, anybody have anything on her when it comes to stage performance and the way she dresses. I'm not referring to their natural raw talent of singing. I'm talking about performing. No, that is not meant to be shade. I, I don't know how great her voice is because it's always got so much background going on. But I'm just saying, as a performer, she knocks it with those boots that come up to her crotch. They're all Swarovski, those big wigs and hairs and extensions. She, I mean, she's fabulous. Like if you she brings it. She's always in Moschino or Versace. Yes, well, that's true. She does. She has great style. And in the interviews, I would agree with you. I just think sometimes she goes to these events dressing like she was going to perform yes. that you know she, she kind of does that you know and uh, yeah yeah and, but it's not a bad look it's just a performance no, look it's, she, carries like, it off. she carries it off listen thank god she's 10 feet tall and gorgeous because otherwise she she wouldn't be able to carry it off the best uh let's see the friends brandy and stephanie from dallas well i don't know them but of course it'd be from dallas because dallas are very loyal bonded type of people that's their culture that's in their dna that doesn't surprise me 
and they've been friends for years. The wig was Karen uh, from Potomac. You know, apparently there was a bunch of scenes with her in the wig and the whole thing. So I don't know that, and I don't know who she is, but, you know, anybody that can rock a wig. Any, yeah, anybody that can rock a wig, I'm all for it. I brought one today to wear, and I was like, I, I can't, I can't. I'd look ridiculous this, in it. The scene in particular that they had her up for, she was at a barbecue, and it was sweaty and hot, and the wig started sliding up the back of her hand. Oh, my her. God. And so she's, like, fixing it and doing this whole, like, you know, pulling it back up. It was really Well, apparently her. Kim Zolciak says she's going to sell a bunch of her wigs for charity. <laughs> Oh, who's going to buy them, and what charity is it going to go to? By the way, in case you're not watching, today I have on a Swarovski crystal mask and a big boa for Halloween and uh, and big drop Marilyn Monroe earrings. I just look fabulous for Halloween. Erica Jane has nothing on me. Um, the shade, the best shade was Kelly. Kelly's shade is not really shade. It's more like out there shade. <laughs> I mean, I love her shade, but it's not subtle shade. Like under, behind the scenes, subtle shade. It is in your face shade. But go, Kelly. Girl, you go. I love her. And, you know, Vanderpump was nominated for the most awards and didn't win anything. Renna. Renna. Uh, and Renna was nominated for a lot. I love Renna. And Ronnie, uh, the best rookie was Teddy. I think Teddy. Let's see for the best rookie. Well, I don't. Who all were the choices? Well, I mean, it was anybody new that yeah, but I don't can't think of the choices were. Oh, uh, yeah. She. <laughs> no, but she's a, she was a good addition. Now this year, I do love that little Gina and Emily on Orange County. I love Gina. I'm gonna I'm gonna text that producer and tell him I think they've got the perfect cast and they should just stick yeah, with right it. Now, they've great. got a really good cast right now. I watched it last night on TV and. The best couple was Tamara and Eddie. Mm, so, I don't know. <laughs> I think Sylvia Daughtery says Kelly said it's great as she's never won anything in her life. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Kelly, you won. I mean, when you look at the couples, there really aren't. They? I think Teddy and her husband make a cute couple. I think Rena and her husband make a cute couple. I don't have anything against Tamara and Eddie. I just don't. He is not that active in the show. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Oh, Beverly Hills, Brandy denies that she was involved in a physical altercation despite recent reports, according to GJKLUV. She was accused of assaulting him at a Halloween party in Beverly Hills on Friday. Well, I was invited to that party. I know whose house it was at, Madrian Maloof. I know friends that were there that saw the whole thing. Brandy, of course, is denying it, and TMZ is reporting that uh, Randolph filed a police report for battery against her, although no arrests were made. She told the police that she was trying to break up an altercation, and uh, she denies saying that she didn't even see a fight at all. Well, I know people that were there that saw it. I'm sorry. So there. She did do it. Yep. Oh, there was a fight. Yeah, and uh, she and she smacked a guy. Oh my God! I well, know. Andre Lugo says, well, she slapped Lisa in front of the cameras. So that's, true. that's true. And she and threw wine on uh, one of the girls and threw wine on Jeff Lewis. And that's another thing she's got. She's mad at Jeff now for commenting on uh, one of the uh, Jenny McCarthy radio shows about it. And Jeff thought they were just friends and getting along and it was over. And she brought it up again and slammed him. I don't know. I think she likes conflict, which is why she was good for the show. Vanderpump has refused to interact with her co stars is not filmed with the Beverly Hills cast for weeks. A Bravo executive told the DailyMail.com that she has cut off her co-stars after they accused her of leaking a story about Dorit Toredo online. We'd like for her to come back and work things out but the cast the, with the entire cast, but she says no. Radar reported in September that Kimsley had abandoned the dog that she had adopted at Lisa's charity and blah blah and that's the root of it. Sources reveal that Kimsley actually returned the two rescue dogs, but Lisa tried to keep the story out of the press and even deny the reports. You know what? I know people involved in that. I know the whole story, and I will just keep my mouth zipped. <laughs> Let's find out if she, she'll come back. She threatens every year not to come back. Every year, they're waiting on her to start filming because she's not sure she's coming back. So she's cried wolf too many times for me to take that seriously, but let's see. Maybe she's had enough. In royalty news. By the way, I love her and Ken, so that's not a slap either. I sound like a slapper today, don't I? No, I like them. I like all of them. But, you know, listen, I like all of them, but I always have to say what I think 
think to be the facts. I am a person that's been married to a lawyer for 24 years. I have been mentally trained to deal in facts. I, I don't deal in like opinions and he said and she said. I just deal in facts and people don't always like it when you call things the way you actually see it and they think it's being disloyal. I think it's I think if you're not telling the truth about something, you're being uh, you're not being a good friend. One of the Instagram bloggers this week posted uh, potential taglines for Lisa. Oh, I saw that. It was and hilarious. They were, so funny. What, they were what, funny. My favorite one was the crowd is heavy, darling. That's why I gave up three seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. Yeah, there were a lot of that. They were sarcastic, but you know, there was a little underlying yeah. truth to there, all of them. There was another one that said something about uh, I don't like bitches, but I needed one for a storyline this season. <laughs> oh my god oh you know what if you're in that arena you're going to take the heat i do not mind the heat if it's based on truth and facts i don't like the lying heat i just find that to be repulsive but you know donald trump has set the standard for lying he's told six thousand lies in two years and people think it's okay so the bar's been lowered okay so we're in a reality show in the white house now too uh, Harry and uh, Prince Harry broke royal protocol when a young boy in New Zealand, a six-year-old, had lost his mother and he did a selfie with him. I think that's so cute. That's and Harry and William no longer rely on each other as much as they used to. They're formally separating their joint household at Kingston Palace and creating separate courts to better reflect the duties and the needs. Now I have an opinion about that. That Kate's not, that Kate, that Kate is not going to have Megan treading on her territory, honey. She has peed on her territory, and she is not going to have that little Megan stepping in there getting any that spotlight. No. Oh, me too. I think it's like a shit show. I love it. I am too. Now, uh, Markle's half-sister, according to TMZ, shut up and go away. I can't stand her. She's now coming out and saying that Megan lied in a speech that she gave when she said that she paid her college to Northwestern University by loans and grants and assistance from whatever, the government or whatever. And the sister said, that's a lie. The father paid for it. But then the brother came out and said the father did win the lottery and he did help pay for it. That sister just shut up and go away. You're never going to be invited to the White House. You are never going to get into the white, I mean, not the white, yeah, you might get into the White House. You could probably get into the White House. They will welcome you there. You're not getting into the palace. So just go away. It's not happening, girl. No, you're not invited. No, no. Oh, she's just horrible. In other news, Megan Kelly is ranked amongst the, uh, according to, um, Mm, ranked the least liked television personality even before the black face gap, allegedly. But, you know, I don't doubt that. I don't like anything about her. I think that's probably accurate. She was overly rated at Fox. She had the blonde hair, the big push-up bra, the stiletto shoes. She fit the mold that they wanted, but she had a little education to back it up. Good for her. But she lost me when she came out with her book and said that Donald Trump had been bullying her for over nine months right before the election, harassing and bullying her. But she didn't report it to the press. You know why? Because she was saving it to put in her book to sell books. That's not a journalist. That's an opportunist. I'm sorry. Bye-bye. Yeah, I heard today that that's like where they are in the contract exit negotiations, too. Yeah. she's doesn't want to sign a non-disclosure on the exit because she wants to write a book. Yeah, of course. That's probably what she wants to do. If I were them, I'd say, you know what, go away and sue me. You know what, she, I'm sure that surely they had a moral turpitude clause in her contract. And I find talking about black faces as though that's acceptable in the world and the culture, a moral turpitude. I think they should use that as an excuse to get rid of her. I just can't stand her. I know, and there was I'm a sorry. lot of people saying today that there was a double standard because the Today Show today, like every year, they yeah. dress up, and they had some of their people of color dressed as white people and had, you know, reversed the roles. So just in, within a week of that... So like, that was poor judgment on their part. Why are they doing that? Right. Why did they do that? I just can't. I just can't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Bigger than a white lie, smaller than a red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. 
the news. The sheriff put, there's a sheriff in Atlanta, went around and put no trick-or-treat signs, legal notice, outside the home of all sex offenders in the state of Georgia. And there are apparently, like, I forget, I want to say 3,100, but I I didn't write the number down. And maybe it was 310, but it was a lot. And good for him. Why should you go trick-or-treat at a sexual offender's house? Oh, my God, I agree with that. I think they should have a scarlet letter on their head or something that says I'm a sexual offender tattoo. (laughs) And then that poor crash in Indonesia. That broke my heart. You know, I have been to Indonesia and I've flown in those small planes and I've been all, I think I've been to every city in Indonesia when I was selling skincare and cosmetics over there. And I remember one time getting on a plane and I was terrified because everybody on there had their little cages with chickens in it. And I and the plane didn't seem that secure, and I was so nervous. And when I got to wherever it was, I said to them, "We're driving back." And it was honestly like a day's drive, but we drove back. I would I, would, I refused I would to get back on it. Roy went with me one year in Indonesia, and he said, "You know, we will never get on those planes again." If someone told me, and, and I can't remember it was, but they're astute flyers, and they said. If you, if the plane you're getting on is not accepted to be landing in the United States of America, don't get on the plane. Or Europe. If they don't allow them in Europe or U.S., don't get on the plane. And I think that's good advice. I won't but the do new it. plane has been ordered by uh, Boeing. Yeah, by, it was a new uh, by plane. Everybody, by American Airlines yeah. and everybody. But, you know, maybe it wasn't the plane. Maybe it was the mechanics. Maybe it was the pilot. And they said that someone flew that exact same jet the day before, and they said it was like a roller coaster ride. Then they had reported well, it. They had a mechanical They issue. reported for mechanical, and they said they cleared it. So... It was probably mechanical. I mean, if I had to guess, but what, I mean, I'm not an expert in flying. I just know common sense. If it was a brand new plane, there's something, well, they'll find out. Um, hmm. Mr. Ronnie Carmen has joined the conversation. Huh? Ronnie? He said, Watch what crappens. Ma- I love the mask. Girl. What's crappening, baby? Oh, my God, Ronnie, Ronnie at Watch What Crappens, they've got a show coming up, I think, in November. You better go. And in De- and December or January, January, they're having their award ceremony. I bet it outdoes Andy's. And I'm going to be giving out an award. And I, like I told you, Ronnie, I better believe in that award because if I don't and I give it out, I'm going to be honest when I say, listen, the award goes too, and I don't think they deserve it, so you better make sure oh <laughs> that oh I think the person deserves it that gets the award. I think the presenter list just changed. It could have been. Maybe he'll just have me as a sideshow at the circus and take back the invitation. Uh, and other news. Yeah, I remember I told you guys a while back about how many people had died from get it, from selfies. So a couple fell to their death at Yosemite National Park. They were taking a selfie of themselves standing out on a ledge and they died. Can you believe it? I've told you, you cannot take these dangerous selfies. I know, like in Miami, they stand up on the on the the bow or whatever you call it, the end of the boat, and they stand up there in their bikinis. All they need oh to do gosh. is hit a wind or a wave and fall over, and the boat's going to hit them and knock them out, and, or if it doesn't, cut them up from the motor, and they're going to be dead. What is wrong with people in the selfies? Why are you trying to be so fabulous? Well, there's nothing fabulous about being stupid, okay? Ugh. Another on another note, a photographer. Yeah, <laughs> less people at the restaurants. Another uh, photographer, though, took a couple, a picture of a couple from a distance of a man down on his knee proposing on one of those ledges, which I think was also crazy. And he posted on social media, and for months he's been looking to see who the couple was because he wanted to give him the picture. I've captured your proposal moment. Stay on the ledge of the. Whatever. And would you believe he found the couple? He found them and they got married. Yeah. They got married. Uh, he and uh, I forget when. Oh, she was 34. He was 34. She was 31. And they recently got married. So there. In USA Today, well, I'll tell you this next gossipy story after four seconds so I can have a drink of water. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If I were a drinker, I'd say, if I were Ronnie, it'd be a martini drink. Um, it is you, 9 o'clock out there. <laughs> 9 in the morning. Have you had your mimosa yet? USA Today reporting that um, this couple named Dana and Chris White were on a carnival cruise, three-day cruise to the Caribbean, and they found a camera pointing uh, at their bed. And they reported it. And, the, and then the, the, the crew said, oh, it wasn't working. It wasn't connected to anything. It was for security, and it was just pointing in the wrong direction. And the guy put his hand on it. He said, no, it's warm. It's recording. And they called the FBI in. So that's Carnival Cruise. Our friend, what's his name? I won't mention his name and embarrass him. I mean, come, I would be livid if I found that. Can you believe it? Of course, they'll be a star. They'll have their own reality show. They'll get their own reality show if they post that picture of them having sex. Celebrity news, John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi is yeah. not a fan of reality TV. <clears throat> and its many characters are the fame-obsessed culture that we live in. I think it's horrific that we live in that world. And I can tell you I've never given 60 seconds of my life ever to one of those housewives. <laughs> blah, 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 or the Kardashians of the rocker. And I said to Access Hollywood, I don't know their names, a 56-year-old added. I've never watched 60 seconds of this show. Well, Bon Jovi, you don't know who I am? I'm hurt. Uh, The Living on a Prayer. Yeah, Rocker is aware of their existence, but she does not agree with the unconventional rise to fame. What's going to be in your autobiography? I made a porno, and guess what? I became famous, he said. F that story. I'll pass. I think he's. I actually like his attitude. I think he's probably right, but I think he's in the minority. (laughs) Oh no, he's in the minority. Oh, my quote of the week before we get into the political rant. So get ready. Uh, It is the scariest day of the year. Halloween. We got the scariest political news of the year. (laughs) Quote of the week. I like to live my life based on what I can do for others, how good I can look, and how good I can feel. That would be me. Are you doing it today? I could work on that looking part, you, you know. know. Sylvie Daughtery, she's been commenting here, and uh, she was talking about the comments from Bon Jovi, and she wanted to know, well, then how does he know about them? Oh, I'm sure you read about them, and you hear about them, and they're in the news. I think I don't think you watch, but he doesn't yeah. watch them. I don't think he watches them. Yeah, probably. He can't avoid it. Yeah, you can't. You can't get away from it. The political climate is driving Americans to pay for a smash me things in rage room. In these rooms, you can smash anything you want to to release the pent-up anger and frustration of the politics today. They're popping up in offices across in cities across the U.S., giving paid customers a chance to take out their anger on inanimate objects with baseball bats and sledgehammers. The Wrecking Club opened last year in Manhattan, followed last month by a place called Rage Cage, and they're popping up in Dallas, Chicago, Atlanta, LA. Vegas and other cities. For $79.99, paying customers can choose to smash electronics, furniture, dishes, and any other item in a private room, according to the New York Times. I wonder who's supplying this stuff. I mean, give that stuff to the homeless up there in the hurricane territory. And uh, anyway, so it's a blah, blah, blah. So they did an episode of The Real Housewives of Dallas where they all went to one of those things. Oh, they did? To get their anger out amongst the group. Amongst themselves. Yeah, that didn't work so well. Yeah. I mean, if you've got that kind of anger, you need more than a smash room. There's one, there's Andre Lugo just wrote, can we put 45 in there? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the, he's the source of the rage. Oh, my God. Well, 
okay, so everybody knows this horrible tragedy just broke my heart in that little Jewish synagogue in Pittsburgh where these older Jewish people are just sitting there minding their own business in their little house of worship, and this rabid nut job comes in with an AK-15 and slaughters and kills 11 of them. One of them died going, he's a doctor, going to try to help the others. It's, and the, the, the uh, rabbi said he dragged, helped get people out a side door. But you know what? He posted on his Facebook right before he did that, I'm going in. Because of all of these asylum seekers in this caravan were coming here to destroy the country and invade the country, and he was going in to take care of it. Now, who has been saying that they're invading the country and that they're um, uh, bringing in diseases and all of that? Who's been saying they've got to put the armed guards out there to protect us? Who's been propagandizing all of that? Donald J. Trump. I, I can't. And then he goes there, and they told him, don't come. The families don't want you here. The mayor said, we don't want you here for security reasons. We're not equipped for it right now. And the families go, come another time. We don't want you here. And what does he do? He's a, he's a funeral crasher. He goes and crashes the funeral to get that photo op. And you know what time he showed up? I watched it. He showed up at the primetime news yes. to get that photo op of him and Melania putting those rocks that probably came from his head onto those tombstones, it made me sick to my stomach. He's not wanted there. They had to change the motorcade direction because they were protests everywhere where they're saying we don't want you here. You have blood on your hands. You caused this. You incited this violence. And he shows up anyway. He shows up anyway, uninvited to the funeral. The I just Jewish can't. The Jewish leaders all wrote a letter which is unfounded stating that they did not want him to come to Pittsburgh until he renounced his nationalism and the, uh, all of the racism and stuff that he has been doing. Yeah. Never, they said they didn't want him The there. rabbi sent out a massive petition. At, uh, there was a girl on last night said she sent out a personal petition. He had over 100 signatures. The rabbi sent out petitions. My Jewish friends tell me that they've all signed on to Jewish groups saying, we didn't want you there. We don't want you. Don't come. And he shows up anyway for a photo op. Yeah. And I just can't with him. He's such a Photo op opportunist. Yeah, where was uh, that photo op during the Puerto Rican? Uh, yeah, when he threw uh, the towels, yeah, that or, one. Or, you know, I mean, he's just he's horrible. It's just horrible. And then now there's a scandal that the FBI is investigating that a Republican, and I can't recall his name right now, set out to set Mueller up on sexual harassment. They've determined there's no truth to it. The women are coming out and saying they were approached by this Republican, but it was with a, a IT address and a fake this and that and the other. One of them they offered to pay off all of her credit cards and give her $20,000 if she would say that she was sexually harassed by Mueller back 15 years ago or whatever, and she went to the FBI about it. So, I mean... It was a lobbyist or something that works with it. one of the Republicans. That yeah, was yeah. Naples. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And so the, the FBI is investigating it. And to me, that's a crime. If you're setting up someone with lies to, to ruin their career, I only say, in this, in this situation... It's obstruction of justice. Let's be honest. It's obstruction of justice. They're trying to interfere and discredit him so that whatever he comes out with after the uh, election, which is going to be soon, I hope, uh, if they don't shut it down, Trump's going to try to shut it down. Andre Luigo said, did you hear that on the same day that 45 was at a rally and he played Happy by Pharrell? Yes! Yes, he doesn't get it. Yes! He goes to a rally that night and the background song is Happy and Pharrell is suing him and putting a cease and desist on him not to use his song at his rallies. I mean, I can't with them. Oh, God. Mayor Levine from Miami, Florida posted, the first they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionist and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out. That's a famous quote by Martin, I can't say the last name. But we should all remember this, because they're going after one group or the other. And right now, this DeSantis saying, don't mucky this up with a black uh, governor of Florida, 
in Atlanta, they're saying, you know, this white supremacist is, is also Secretary of State in suppressing the votes and throwing out votes for a black woman. They go after the blacks. The Muslims, they put a ban on them, even though $70,000 or $120,000 now was raised by the Muslim community in Pittsburgh, and they put out a saying and said, we will be there to protect you. We will guard your doors if we need to. We will do whatever it takes to support your synagogue, your people, and your rights for the Jews. The Muslims did that. So they went for the Muslims, and then they go for the rapist in Mexico. They're going, it's a cultural war, because when you don't have anything to stand on, it's one distraction after the other after the other. They distracted, they were going to run on that big tax break that they did. That big tax break didn't help anybody but billionaires. No middle class Americans got any benefit from that. So they don't have anything to run on. Then they were all against Obamacare and pre-existing conditions. Now they're all just running ads saying we're for pre-existing conditions. Would you convert to being a Democrat? No, you're just lying. The minute you get back in power, you're, there's a lawsuit right now in the courts put up by the Republicans to uh, not allow the, um, the um, medical profession and the Obamacare to provide for pre-existing conditions, stating that it's forcing the rights of insurance agencies and the independent medical profession. So it's just, I can't, they don't have anything to pause to run on, so they're just trying to trash everybody. And then they got a, then they got the nerve to say that the left wing mob, I, the left wing mob, did not send eleven bombs, okay, to different people on Trump's enemy list. And, and you know, Trump had a, he has an enemy list. Well, and then just as we've been on the air here, mm-hmm. the, it is breaking news that that guy that they arrested. Mm-hmm. That sent all the pipe bombs mm-hmm. out. They just found that he had a plot for a national uh, terrorism uh, plan to do yeah. a major, a major thing like 9/11. Yeah. They said so. That's breaking right now. People are not radicalized on their own. They're getting it from things they read. Uh, Breitbart stuff they read, uh, phony fake news that they read. They're getting it from Trump standing up every day preaching about how horrible this Muslim group is or the Mexican rapist or the people with leprosy. If there's leprosy and chicken pox in that that group of those women and children with no shoes on their feet, you got bigger problems than them coming in to evade America, okay? A narcissist prayer. This is just Trump's mantra. That didn't happen, and if it did, it wasn't that bad. This reminds me of somebody on the show. And if it was, that's not a big deal. And if it is, it's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did, you deserved it. That's a narcissist's prayer. A re- adult, responsible leader would take responsibility for things that happen. Cecilia Oliviera says, hate spreads hate. It does. It attracts hate. Now look at this. Somebody posted this. Trumpetized, vote Democrat, and they put a picture of Adolf Hitler on the left and Donald Trump on the right. Adolf Hitler, oh my God, I can't read this, it's so little. Oh wait, hold on, this is, I'm going to read it, I'm going to get my glasses out, I'm going to forego my fabulous Swarovski crystal, I feel better already. My stuff, okay, Adolf Hitler said, he used racism to divide, to rise to power. He proposed mass deportations. He promised to make Germany great again. He was an anti-Jew fascist. He blamed the Jews for Germany's problems. He thought the Jews should wear special IDs. Now let's see, what does Donald Trump say? He used racism to rise to power. The birther thing, remember that, and the Mexican rapist coming across the border. He proposed mass deportations. They're all in cages right now. He promised to make America great again, the old Adolf Hitler quote. He is an anti-Muslim fascist. He blames immigrants for Americans' problems, and he thinks Muslims should wear special IDs. They're, they're two peas in a pot. People can't see that, that he's using all this to rise to power. I, I mean, yeah. what's wrong with people? What I have liked is, you know, Bill Maher, he's been able to kind of track this long term. And he has been saying it's a slow coup that's happening. And he, last yeah. week, he even went into it and they, like, checked off all the boxes that he's been doing and the things that other dictators have done. And what we found, you know, just this week, now he's trying to use an executive order to change the Constitution. Of course, oh, that's that's a shiny object. He knows he can't do it, and the stupid press is taking the bait. 
Don't talk about it. It's not happening. He didn't mean it. It's just something to distract you from all the problems that he's created. And you're in there having conversations about it and taking it seriously. Just say, that's a lie. It's not possible. Now let's move on to the bombs. Let's move on to the racism. Let's move on to getting out the votes. Let's move on to things that matter. He throws out these shiny objects and the press takes the bait. Every Even Nancy Pelosi tweeted about it. We know he can't do it. We know it's against the Constitution. Move on. Stop wasting time on those shiny objects. By the way, yeah, but now he's getting like Senator Graham wanting to introduce legislation this well, week. Well, of course, because that's all a distraction. It makes me furious. Ah, I can't. I'm not giving that any energy. Thanks, Trump, according to Fred Gutenberg. Reading through your social, his social media pages, it's clear that the synagogue shooter in Pittsburgh was enraged about the caravan of migrants coming from the South, whom he falsely believed had dangerous Middle Easterns among them funded by Soros and the Jews. He, Trump has blood on his hands. He incited that guy, and the guy decided to take matters into his own hands. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I know they're actually... Hang up on me. Hang up on me. Beth Feldman says that the guy that they arrested, he went to North Miami Beach High School. He was on the soccer, uh, he was on a soccer player in 1978. Um, Andre Lugo says, you are a rich white woman and a lot of what he is doing will maybe benefit, maybe doesn't benefit you. But the fact that you're standing up and saying it's wrong says that a lot about your integrity. Oh, it would benefit me. It would benefit me. Yeah. No, I, I understand what he's saying, and thank you and for acknowledging that. More people like you because it doesn't affect you still doesn't make it right. Thanks, fabulously. Listen, I've been giving a ton of money to every Democratic, uh, not a ton, but as reasonable amounts of money to every Democrat that's running in a tight race for the Senate, the House, or the governorship. And Roy's like, Leah, when does it end? You're just, you keep sending money. And I'm like, you know what, Roy, I'll tell you when it ends. If you don't have a planet because they burned it to the ground with the climate being ruined, if you can't go on the streets because of uh, assault weapons, if your kid can't sit in school without watching over their shoulder with assault weapons, if you have... Uh, if if everything is ruined in the world, every the democracy is demolished, what good is the money in the bank going to do you? Where are you going to wear your damn diamond rings to? The funerals of, 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 of kids at Sandy Hook that have been slaughtered? The synagogue funerals? Where are you going to wear your, your long dresses to? You're going to want, when the, when the ice, uh, ice caps break, are we going to go there and celebrate? The money doesn't mean anything. If you can't save the planet and save humanity and save democracy, the money doesn't mean anything. I don't understand. These billionaires took all that money, and you know what they used that money for? Adelson used that money to fund the Republicans to I want. I, I want. I don't want to be. I, look, I think that we're. At the, it was a billion dollars, but I, not nine hundred million. It was a huge. It was a huge amount of money. So he took his tax breaks for all his casinos with that billion dollar tax break. And he, let's say he, he made 10 billion off of it. He invested three or four or five percent of his savings in to suppressing votes and getting Republicans elected. What's wrong with these people? All these people that work for these corporations, the corporations are doing stock buybacks and giving themselves bonuses and the flock is going and voting for them because they're getting a tax break. And then Trump comes out uh, 10 days ago, we're going to give the middle class tax, uh, the middle class, a 10% tax cut before the election. Well, first of all, Congress is not even in session, number one. And number two, why didn't you give the middle class a 10% tax cut before you went and gave the billionaires a, a big tax cut? And by the way, Trump, where are your taxes? How much money did you and Jared Kushner and your criminal enterprise family, how much did you guys benefit from the tax cut given to the billionaires? Lots. And what drives me crazy is how he uses these ignorant people that have no clue what's going on. They only watch Fox News. That's the only place they get their propaganda news from. And they think he's on their side. He's not on their side. I can't anymore. Nancy C. Carver says, preach, Leah. I can't help it. She said he's going to be over there picking up checks in Naples tonight at the Hertz, spreading hate at the Hertz Arena. Yeah. Yeah. And all these people that are over there, of course, they're the ones that want power. So they're going to support him. And the billionaires that want the tax cuts, they're going to support him. And corporate America that wants tax cuts, they're going to support him. I get it. I don't agree, but I get it. 
But all these massive people making 30000 50000 70000 a year, trying to get their kids through college, trying to pay for daycare, are giving up all their benefits because they think this guy is on their side. Marco Rubio, the only true thing he's ever said that I agree with about that empty suit is that what Trump was a con artist, and he was right about it. <laughs> Donald Trump told reporters on Monday that the United States would increase their nuclear arsenal until other nations <clears throat> come to their senses, threatening an arms race days after he said we would withdraw from the U.S. Cold War nuclear treaty that was negotiated by Republican Ronald Reagan back when he was in power. What is wrong with people? Can you not see that this arms race gives them an excuse to keep going and having meetings with Putin, and it keeps giving them an excuse to send off these contracts to all these billionaire people that make all this stuff that goes into the nuclear thing? Obama spent his life trying to disarm, 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 and disarm so many of them over his tenure. And then this guy's going to go back and start an arms race again. He's taken us back to Neanderthal ages and human rights lesbian and gay rights, uh, women's rights, children's rights, everything. Now he's taking us back to the Cold War days. If you can't see it, I don't know. And then when you think he can't get any worse, he comes out and says he's a nationalist. Well, let me read that to you. There is an historical context for the word nationalism. It primarily conjures up two close associates, Nazism and white nationalism. The roots of Adolf Hitler's rise were built around the emphasis on extreme nationalism. The idea that the only way the Germans could be great again was to seize onto the su superiority of the German people and drive out those across Europe. That's what a nationalist is. And he knows his, the people that are in the know are one of them, so they're going to cheer it on and love it, and the other's going to go along with the crowd because they don't know what in the hell it means. <laughs> That's very true. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And meanwhile, while we are spending an hour today, while all this hoopla is going on, no one's talking about Khashoggi, who was, went into the embassy and came out and boxes cut into a million pieces. They, Jared Kushner gave the Saudis a list, an enemy list of people to watch out for in the United States. Khashoggi was on that list. They have now slaughtered him and cut him up into pieces, have seven minutes of him screaming on a videotape while they're dismembering him and cutting his fingers off. And no one's talking about it because we've had so much other chaos between then and now, which is why we need to get back to normal, get back to norms, get back to democracy, get back to getting along. I don't have a problem having a, a, a discourse with Republicans that are really conservative Republicans. These radical Republicans, they're not. They're Trumpsters. So there's the old GOP that's now the Trump party, and then there's the conservative party that are standing with the Democrats saying, "Get, we've got to get rid of him. And I got a, I got a text from somebody this morning that said, I've never in my life ever voted for, not voted for a Republican when I went to the polls. I always at least had some Republicans I voted for. It came from a Republican. For the first time in my life, I did not vote for Republican because I don't want to allow them to continue to be puppets for Trump. That's where we are. Khashoggi's fiance refusing to go to the White House because she does not want to um, give Trump the satisfaction of using her for a prop because she realizes that he doesn't really care about Khashoggi and has done nothing to penalize them and is throwing it and hoping that it'll go away in the news. Meanwhile, Kanye West comes out yesterday, made a mistake, Mia Culpa. Cry me a river. Cry me a river, you idiot. You went up there and pulled that big stunt, and now he's going to get disengaged from politics altogether. Well, why don't you go out, first of all, and tell everybody what a lion's sack of, you know what, you went 
went in the White House and spewed all that venom and hate about and put on that hat and felt like you were King Kong, why don't you come out and admit that you did that and who put you up to it and why you did it to be important and fabulous and to suck up to a president before you pull out of politics rather than just saying, oh, I didn't mean what I said. I'm really for all these things and I'm just not going to do politics anymore. Get back on your meds. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's, what? He's crazy anyway. I can't stand him. I know. I mean, you know. I'm over he, him. He probably lost half of his Twitter followers. And, and uh, that's why I get And it. his downloads are dropped for the week. So that, now, now he realizes he made yeah, a mistake. Yeah, he made a mistake. Um, people really agree with you on most of what you said. Oh, good. says they love you. Preach. Biden 2010. You're definitely the real housewife of Leah Black. Uh, and then uh, people were saying it's just shameful. Nancy C. Carver says shameful that they would cover this up. Rosa Linda uh, Zendez says, too much in news covering that, um, covering that horrific truth up, because it was just yeah, so bad. So, and well, then everyone says you look beautiful and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And they love it when the show's a mess. This has been the scariest <laughs> Halloween ever, because Donald Trump is dressed as the president in the White House. It's just a joke. It's a costume. It's not really happening. All right, guys, I'll see you next Wednesday. Don't forget to send in your questions, comments. Please share your video. Please tweet me at Leah Black Miami. Please go online and look at the products at leahblack.com. And have fun tonight, and let's just hope nobody gets hurt, okay? We'll talk to you guys next week. Dress fabulous, be fabulous. Come here, little black. He's scared of me today. I'm telling you, the dog, he's shaking. Download the podcast. Download the podcast. Vote blue. Vote blue and interact with us on social media. Bye, everybody. Vote blue, vote blue, vote blue. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.